What's up, beautiful people? It's your girl, Brianne, coming at you. Um, if you've never listened to my podcast before, I want to say thank you for joining. My name is Brianne, and I'm the CEO of Girl Stop. Girl Stop, we talk about all things girl, all things Jesus, and everything in between, specifically through these platforms of uh, my podcast and my YouTube. We talk about um, relationships and connections, and we talk about tools. I'm always giving tools on how to grow and walk in your relationship with Christ, right? So if you're returning to my podcast, thank you so much for tuning back in. I hope that you've enjoyed uh, the past podcast, hashtag potties, and I hope that, you know, you'll like them, send me a voice message, a rating, a review. Let me know what you think, how you feel. Um, If there's any content you want to cover, let me know, guys. I am here for you. So I hope that you're having an awesome, amazing, beautiful, wonderful, fantastic day. Um, This is God's day and we're going to rejoice in it. Okay, so listen, this morning I woke up. Um, to a text message from my friend. This friend is um, back home, which is seven and a half hours away from here. And she is successful. She's a young, we're the same age. Um, Actually, I think our birthdays are six days apart. And um, she is a mother of two. She owns her own waxing and spa company. She's done amazing things with that company. I've seen it grow. Um, and I'm just blessed to have her as a friend. She's awesome. We grew up together. <laughs> and I'm just laughing because memories are flooding my heart because she's really a true and dear friend. And she texts me. Um, we were talking about some business events and some things we want to get into together this year um, that she wants me to be a part of. And she wants me to bring Girl Stop through. And so it made me think, guys. It made me really just sit in my heart first of all gratitude because you don't get friends like that you don't get friends people that really do life with you that grow with you that you know the things that y'all set and dreamed about as young girls that you're actually getting to walk out with each other and so I was actually overwhelmed with gratitude and um so anyway, it made me think about our our focus as we're talking about relationships and having and needing an impact. The relationship that her and I have is so unique because uh, we have been down through it together. I'm talking about um, her father passed at an early age and I'm talking about when she was 16. And not only that, but also um, that she found out that same like two months after that, you know, she was pregnant with her first child. So I just remember us, you know, really doing life together. We've we've experienced, I had one of my hardest breakups and relationships and connections. We had fun. We had sleepovers. I'm telling you guys, me and this girl, we did the whole nine. I remember um, her cutting yards and me doing work at the house so we could link up and go to the mall and go shopping at Route 21 together. Like we have just precious memories that um, really honestly shaped my childhood. She went on into volleyball. I went on into basketball. And so like, moved on but anyway that's still my dear friend and I love her tremendously however I can say that that is a relationship that I have in my life that is a relationship that I need in my life that's a relationship that because of our distance we don't get to connect as much and as often however I think the relationship is really well maintained I think that we have like visions like purposes we're moving in the same way as far as what God called us to do and what we're supposed to be doing so I'm I'm truly grateful for her but one thing that I want to uh, I guess magnify from this situation is not necessarily our entrepreneurial and purpose endeavors I think it's more so the fact that we almost have a Jonathan and David friendship and you know the Bible talks about friendship in so many different ways it talks about friendship and connection it says you know that there's a brother there's a friend that's sick is closer than a brother 
you know, and that girl has been like my sister because we've, we've done life together. Like I, I don't have another friend that I can attribute the memories, the crazy stuff. <laughs> um, I, I could go down the line really, but I, we don't have that kind of time. But I was thinking about, you know, if I'm the David to her Jonathan or she's the Jonathan to my David. And if you don't know the context of that story, basically David was anointed to be king. And um, the, the current king that was seated on the throne at that time was Saul. And Saul's son was Jonathan, but Saul knew that David was anointed to be king. So da- so Saul was trying to kill David, right? So Saul and David go on basically this cat mouse chase for all these years. And even though um, Saul was trying to kill David, Jonathan was loyal to David despite his father being king and despite him also not inheriting the throne, because you understand that if, you know, Jonathan was Saul's son, that made Jonathan Prince, who was next in line to inherit the kingdom. So there's there's some humility. There's some um, it's kind of like this weird connection of, you know, I have the right, quote unquote, to hate you. I know exactly where you are there. There would seem to be some father son betrayal because in the story, you know, Jonathan is more connected to David, which is his father's enemy. You know, so Jonathan is put in a, in a very um, perplexing position. However, he stays loyal to David. And I think when I look at my relationship with Ashley, like that's her name, her name's Ashley Pippen. Um, when I look at my relationship with Ashley, I think about how we have been put in some positions where it may look as, or seem as if there wasn't a relationship or because of our distance or because of the time that, you know, we hadn't talked, you know, that, you know, there is a breach in the connection, but I feel like every time we talk, it's like we pick up wherever we left off. I, I fully understand that, you know, she's a mother, you know what I'm saying? Of two beautiful children. I, I feel like I'm closer to Addie than I am to RJ just because I was, I think I was, on my way out of town moving um like I, I had my memories with RJ but I have more with Addie because she's older so anyway um saying that to say that you know do you have a Jonathan or David in your life do you have that intimate friend connection that no matter what no matter how far you go in life no matter how far you move away no matter what you end up doing no matter how busy you get no matter how many friends you get no matter what the call of God is on your life no matter as if it seems as if you're being elevated over that other friend or that other friend is being elevated over you are you a Jonathan to somebody's life is there someone or some someone that gives you that intimate um like undying loyal commitment. Now, listen, I know for me to be talking about friendships and true authentic relationships in a society that is so like, oh my God, about me, you know, self-made, um, protect yourself, guard yourself, watch out, you know, all this untrusting jargon, like it's almost foreign and it's almost as if this beautiful love and connection cannot exist. But I'm here to let you know, like, I am not very old. Like her and I, we are not old at all. We are not out of our 20s. So for us to have that kind of a connection, for us to have that kind of friendship and relationship, still, this relationship didn't start a couple years ago. And I'm not saying that if you don't have a a David or a Jonathan in your life that you can't have that friendship because you are older or because of where you are. I'm actually, what I want for you to take out of this is some encouragement and a push to pray for your Jonathan. That is where her and our relationship started. I'm going to tell you back in sixth grade, um, we went to a school, it was a middle school that was specifically for sixth graders from all of the different public schools across town. They came to this one 
um, center and it was strictly sixth graders and we were divided up into what they call teams. So there was the S team, the A team and the C team. And that stood for a sixth grade academic center. So uh, based on what region of town you were from, they put you in these teams and her and I were both in the A team. Now I'm gonna tell you now the A team was the hashtag littest. We were the crunkest middle schoolers you ever met. And yes, we were crunk because that's what the term was then. Okay. So listen, <laughs> I remember at that time of my life, I said, God, can you give me, I want a God-given friend. Like, God, can you give me a friend? I don't want to make a friend. I literally, in sixth grade, asked God for a friend. And guess what? She did the exact same thing. She said, God, can I have a friend? Like, can you give me a friend? And God gave us each other. And so we call each other GGF4L, which is God-given friend for life. And it's just the most beautiful, most innocent little thing. And we just like, we had another friend, or we have another friend, rather. Um, Her name is Lydia. <laughs> and Lydia was like, <laughs> I'm laughing because she was the craziest, coolest, most fun thing ever. And Lydia and Ashley are still close, like to this day. I'm just not in town, so I can't be, you know, as day to day close as they are. However, um, <laughs> I love both of them because they are crazy and we have beautiful and precious memories together. Anyway, we, we pray for friends. OK, we weren't just out here like putting our all into random people like God literally gave us each other. And to this day, we have not let that go. Like if I text her right now, GGFRL, like I'm going to get some emojis back. I already know she knows what it means. And so I just think that's a beautiful connection. And so that taught me from an early age about friends. Now, I'm not saying that you got to go back into your sixth grade memories and pull a friend from high school or, you know, try to bond or connect with someone, but it was a God ordained connection and it was beautiful. And I am to this day still reaping the benefits of it because now not only do I have a friend and a sister, I also have a business partner. I have somebody that I can bounce off, bounce ideas off of, ask where she's doing, how she's like, pray for her, push her, support her. Like, first of all, guys, my friend, she owns a waxing and a spa company. Like, how many people need a wax? Like how many people want to have like treatment and a relaxation all the time? Like this girl does. So why not go to my best friend? Like, of course. So I just love that. I love, you know, that I get to see her kids grow up and that, you know, they're moving and developing and doing all this cool stuff. And it just blows my mind. But I want that for you. So even in this society of trying to get yours and trying to be about your business and trying to protect yourself, in your heart of hearts, that's not who you, you really don't want that isolation. That's not who really who you are. You really don't want that loneliness. You really want to connect to somebody. You really want true, genuine, authentic, open places where you can be vulnerable, like those relationships, because you were created that way. So I want to push you and encourage you today to pray about that thing. Ask God for the people that he needs in your life. We're talking about this week relationships, people that you have in your life, people that you need in your life and people and the way that you're impacting the lives of others. So if you allow God to give you the people that you need in your life, you will automatically have the people that, you know, you need in your life and you will automatically be impacting the people that you're supposed to be impacting because God sent you the people that you need and it really hinges all together. That's why I love that paradigm of having, needing and impacting because they're so vital. We are co-independent beings like we were never meant to live life by ourselves, like in isolation or alone, like it doesn't work that way. 
And I know that, you know, your hurt, your bitterness, your unforgiveness, your resentment, the time she gossiped about you, the time she hurt your feelings, the time she lied on you, the time she put you in your business out makes you feel like or think that we're supposed to be alone or you're supposed to retreat or draw back or rescind from those type of relationships. But that's not true. Your job is to find the people that God has for you and get connected and grow in and grow together with them. That is your job. Your job is not to wallow in your hurt and to hold on to that, uh, although onto those grudges or, you know, let those things go. But make sure that you are seeking God about who you are supposed to have, because perhaps those people are supposed to be the people that are in your life and they just made a mistake. I think we really need to reintroduce this grace narrative. Not so much as I need grace, I need grace, I need grace, but here's some grace. Let me give you some grace. Here's some more grace because we're human, we're imperfect and we need that. And but you also have to remember that we are loved by a perfect God and we are perfected in his blood and in his righteousness and in his way of doing things. So we have to continually submit ourselves and surrender ourselves in relationships. It is an ongoing, continual thing. You know what I'm saying? Like people evolve, they develop, they change their interests. You know, I could probably definitively say that Ashley's favorite color is purple and brown. That has been her. I remember the day she discovered <laughs> her favorite color was brown. My favorite color, it has changed so many times. And that's a small thing, but it's a big deal because think about it. If I would have, if she would have stayed way back then with my favorite color being whatever it was at that moment, like she wouldn't know me. She wouldn't be current and updated and relatable to who I am now. And I think sometimes we don't really give people room to grow, you know, I have in our relationship, speaking specifically, the relationship I have with Ashley, I have I have watched this girl grow, man. I have watched this girl change and transform. I've watched her change jobs. I've watched her change interest in men. I've watched her change interest in how she thinks about God and what she thinks about God and where she was. I never tried to like force her to be somewhere she wasn't. I never tried to make her holier than that. I never tried to push her into my interests and the things that I like. I was just there for her. I listened to where she was. I was a friend in those moments. You know, she would admit to me when she made a bad decision or a choice that she really didn't like. I remember sitting on the porch with her as we sat there reviewing our lives and she's, you know, seven, eight months pregnant. And we're like just having to sit in silence because we're just both like, dang. However, that was me ministering to a need of a friend. And sometimes I think you have to recognize what your friends need. Sometimes they don't need you to push them. Sometimes they do need you to push them. There are some times where I was like, yo, Ashley, like, girl, you want to play volleyball. So what you had a baby, you're good at it. Like, go back on that court, like get back in those lines. You're one of the best liberos ever. Like, don't let them stop you. Don't don't worry about the racism. Don't worry about the favoritism. Like, go after what you want to do. And, you know, in time, you know, she, you know, recognized that that wasn't what she wanted to do with her life. But I really believe she's found her her lane, her avenue. Like, what if I would have gave up on her back then? What if I would have been like, yo, you ain't about nothing like, yo, you girl, like you're wasting your time and you're, you're just all over the place. Like, no, like give that girl some room to grow. So I'm saying that to you. Give your friends some room to grow. Give them room to develop. Give them room to become. At the same time, don't lose sight of who you are. Don't lose sight of what you're doing. Don't lose sight of your growth process. Don't lose sight of what God has you, you know, focused on and tending to and putting your hands in because at the, as, as they are allowed to grow, so are you. You are allowed to be a work in product, 
progress and a finished product at the same time. You don't have to be, you know, perfect and you don't have to be a mess everywhere. So let's just find some balance and be accountable. You know, if I felt like if, if there was any time that I felt like I was off or, you know, um, I needed guidance or help or assistance in an area. Um, I would talk to my friend about that and I gave her the opportunity to tell me yes or no, or, you know, girl, he's too fat for you or he doesn't, you know, I, (laughs) because you need these sounding boards. Sometimes our own ideas are not our best ideas. And sometimes our own ideas are seed form and they just need help being cultivated and curated. Um, they need a different perspective. They need a challenge. They need another opinion. And I think that's the one avenue of friends. Like you need friends that like can be real with you. Like no matter how raw, blunt, ugly, passive, um, however it comes across, however they deliver their messages to you, it needs to connect with you. And I think that's one thing that has been so unique about Ashley and I's relationship that no matter how far I go, no matter how long I stay away, no matter how many times I haven't seen her or whatever, like our connection, like never changed. Um, and that's one thing I can count on. I believe that's a loyal person. That's a loyal friend. And I'll do anything for that girl. She knows that. I love that girl. Like her and I's relationship, like I said, is is really truly priceless. And I want that for you. I want you to have a friend or friends. I'm speaking specifically on one friend today. However, I have other friends in my life that mean a lot to me. And I think that the friend paradigm is what we're missing. I don't think that we should be, you know, uh, I guess cornered with just one friend because that's just one perspective. I think that we should be open and I think that we should be challenged and I think that we should um, be in different circles and in different environments around different cultures, experiencing different things so that it opens our minds to new possibilities. However, at the same time, I do think you need your corner. Like you need those people that you can count on, that have your back, that know you inside and out, um, that are interested, that have your best interest at heart, that support you, All of those things, all those things are important. And I think that you can find those in a great friend. I think a lot of us, specifically speaking to my women right now, I think a lot of us have put too much pressure on our men. I think we put too much pressure on our men to be kind of our all in all. We want him to be our man. We want him to be our best friend. We want him to be like almost our everything. And that is not God's design or will for our lives. He never created us for man and man for us, for us to be for that to be our everything. God is the only thing that's supposed to be our everything. And even in that, we're supposed to put everything in our God and not try to put God in our everything. Now, if I was being super churchy, because I have really churchy friends, and if I was being really super churchy, I would be like, no, that'll preach. But I really try hard um, not to pat my own self on the back because I think that would probably come off as a little arrogant. And I think because I'm already a little confident, Okay, more than a little confident. It probably already comes off like close to that line. But I think I just said something right there. So let me just say that again. Okay, I believe that we were never designed for a man or a man was never designed for us for that person or that relationship to be our everything. The only thing supposed to be our everything is God. And even in that, we are supposed to put our everything into God and we're not supposed to put God into our everything. That's good, y'all. That's good all by itself. 
I'm not trying to preach to y'all today because I'm not a preacher. I am simply a blogger, blogger, author, podcaster, and that is my role for you. So I hope that today, through the beauty of the relationship that Ashley and I have, that it made you think about your own relationships. It made you reflect on your your friendship. That hopefully somebody came up in your spirit. Somebody came to mind as a relation, as a connection, as a person who means something to you that can mean a lot more. Maybe there's a relationship that you can give more to. Maybe there's a relationship that, you know, you can grow in and or or perhaps nobody came to mind and that there's an emptiness or an openness there. Well, I would like to invite you to my sixth grade self who felt that same thing and who wanted and desired that deep thing. If, If what I said to you connected with you deep down on the inside, if you truly want that type of relationship, you want to be able to look back on your life and look through times and memories, growth and improvement with someone alongside you that you trust, that you relate to, that you have funny memories with, that you have to do serious life with, I want to invite you to pray about that thing. Go to God because he's the father and he loves you and he's concerned about things that concern you and ask him. Simply say, God, give me a God-given friend for life. Like, give me somebody that you have for me because think about it, guys. He created everyone. So he knows, you know, what we need. He knows who he created. He knows who we'll mesh with. He knows who we'll like. He knows who we'll simply and authentically enjoy. And so ask God who that person is for you. Ask him to lead you. Ask him to make the connection also authentic. The interesting thing about Ashley and I is that we were in Mr. Peterson's homeroom class together in that sixth grade uh, center I mentioned. So Um, normally in grade school, you kind of gravitate toward the people you're in the class with because you spend all day with those people. So it was really unique for us because, um, we didn't really have to force a connection. We were just in the same class. Um, however, I think that it's imperative that, you know, especially if you're older and you're an adult, you're an adult where, you know, you're in adult settings where, you know, you go to work, you do your job and you go home and you don't really have any social circles or avenues where you can have outlets other than social media. Um, pray about that thing because you won't be misled. If you really follow God and you really hear him, you know, he may not tell you a specific person. He may tell you to join a life group. He may tell you to join an organization. He may tell you to volunteer some time. He may tell you to get involved or connect with a mentorship program. There may be a friend or a person in those avenues, in those realms, he may tell you to get a gym membership. I don't know how God wants to lead you to that person, but I believe he has somebody assigned for you, especially for the season, the place you are in your life. So please go tenaciously after that and pray and watch God move on your behalf. I can't wait for you guys to come back to me and tell me, oh my gosh, this is my GGFRL. Like, this is my girl. This is my guy, man. Like, this is my homie. Like, we play Fortnite all night long or we, I don't know, whatever guys do to have fun. Like, (laughs) we go to the gym together, whatever. However that works for you guys. I'm excited and I'm expecting to hear some testimonies, some reports about good things and great things happening in your life. And I love that. So let me know, guys. Um, I hope that you enjoyed today's podcast if you enjoyed today's podcast podcast excuse me please like or share it let let your friends know to go listen and subscribe to my podcast leave me a like or a rating or review and I will hear from you guys next week you know you hear from me on Tuesdays and Thursdays so I won't hear from you again that I know of on Tuesday so again I love you guys have an awesome amazing wonderful and fantastic beautiful day And I will see and hear from you guys soon. Peace, love, and hair grease.